This week's podcast is brought to you by Cisco. Cisco's purpose is to power an inclusive future for all. They securely connect students, teachers, and administrators, no matter where they are, so that learning never stops. Whether you're in schools, reimagining your campus, or providing secure remote access for distance learning, count on Cisco to help you every step of the way. Hello and welcome to the Ed Surge Podcast, where each and every week we look at how education is changing. I'm Jeff Young, the managing editor here at Ed Surge. Okay, so these days some teachers are giving an unusual assignment to their students. They basically say this, think of someone in your life who is in a bit of a financial pinch. For the students, it could be a, the bus driver or someone from church or someone from some activity that they do with their families. And then they're asked to write an essay about why that person deserves a boost. And then they get to hand deliver that person a check for $1,000. Yep, $1,000. The money comes from this unusual philanthropic project that's called VING. It's run by the Lefkowski Family Foundation, And I recently met this one teacher who has turned applying for this funding into a class project. His name is Charlie Doerr, and he teaches at Belmont Hills School. It's a private all-boys school in the suburbs of Boston. And it's an interesting next couple days because sometimes you've got boys who know exactly who they could nominate. Many times you've got boys who don't, and I'll encourage them to go home, tell their parents about the assignment, see if you can come up with someone. So what impact does it have to turn a teenager into a sudden philanthropist for a day? That's the topic for this week's episode. Since this Ving program requires students to make a video of their act of kindness that then is posted to social media, we will hear what some of these interactions sound like. And we'll hear more from this teacher near Boston about what this assignment has meant, especially this year during the pandemic. The VING project isn't just for education. Actually, anyone who is aged 14 to 18 can nominate someone to get this $1,000 check that the teen then has to deliver. And it's been going for a few years. And every year, the group approves thousands of these checks. But the foundation has recently been doing more to work with educators to encourage the idea of turning this into a class project. So is this just some sort of gimmick or publicity stunt? In some cases, local TV crews have tagged along to document these acts of charity. It turns out for the teenagers, though, it can actually be hard work, according to their teachers. Um, Every once in a while, you still get a boy who just doesn't come up with someone. And even though that might be considered a a failure to some extent, I think the process of thinking about that is, I hope, one that they grow from. I recently connected with Liz Lefkowski who is the president of the Lefkowski Family Foundation and the founder of this Ving project, to talk about how the idea came about and what she has learned about today's young people. I started by asking Liz where the idea for this unusual effort came from. I've been in education for about 15 years, and somewhere along the way, maybe five or six years ago, I started thinking about, I think teenagers kind of get a bad rap, and... I was thinking about ways to celebrate teenagers, and there are so many extraordinary teenagers all over, you know, that we just, I think we don't talk about enough. And I thought about award ceremonies and different things we should be doing and came to the realization that actually 
the best gift I could give to teenagers was letting them have the opportunity to be the philanthropist and share their kindness with somebody else. So that's where Ving kind of comes from. And Ving as in loving, giving, receiving. And that's where the name, obviously we came up with Ving, Ving Project. And so really what we say is to any 14 to 18 year old in the United States, who do you know in your community doing all of the right things and could just use a boost? And it can't be someone you're related to and it has to be someone you know. And all it takes is 60 seconds. Send us a video. Who is it? How do you know them? And why do you think they deserve $1,000? It's as simple as that. And within usually two weeks, we watch every video that comes in And if you're selected and you follow just some basic guidelines, we send you a $1,000 check to deliver to the recipient, no strings attached. They can use the money however they see fit. And really the gift of Ving, the magic of Ving, I always like to say, is yes, you just helped an adult who could use the money right now. And this year, who do we not know that could use $1,000, right? But the lifelong gift and the meaning behind Ving really is the young person that got to really help someone else out, not themselves for a moment, not someone in their family, but someone else they know or care about that they got to help out and give a boost at this difficult time. And they'll remember that forever, right? That's the magic of Ving is really so much more about the teenagers than it is about the recipients. So seeing who people are picking and watching these videos they then send in of the moment of, of giving the checks. Um, what have you learned about today's young people by watching that? Well, I think one thing is it reaffirmed my belief that they are extraordinary. That's the thing for me is like, as I said, I think teenagers, I have three of my own. I think they get a bad rap. I think, first of all, They are so loving and so kind. They just are busy doing other teenage things, right? And so I think people that deal with teenagers all the time, teachers and other professionals, you know, you only see one side of them, but they're multifaceted, extraordinary people, right? And so when you say to them, who do you know that could use some help? it's so interesting to see their mind and like where they go, right? So many young people are like, well, my mother or my uncle or my guardian could desperately use $1,000, right? I need $1,000, right? But then you go back to them and you say, nope, it's not for you. It's not for your aunt. It's not for your father. It has to be somebody else. And I think that is what has been extraordinary to watch. And the videos they send... I always say like I have a box of Kleenex because one story after the other is they're just so beautiful and watching them light up and tell the story and then watching them get to go deliver the check. It really is just, it's amazing to watch. I mean, we post all of our videos online and I hope that, you know, all of your listeners will take a few minutes and a box of Kleenex, I always say, and, you know, enjoy watching some of them. But, you know, these are kids from all over the country, from different backgrounds, different experiences. And no matter where you come from, you know someone who could use assistance. And that's the magic. And I always say to these kids, 
you know, I had a teenager, um, my, my college roommate's son, who's already a uh, senior in college, she called me one day and she's like, I think my son just did a ving. You know, he's not eligible because he's over 18. She's like, we were driving to visit his grandparents out in Coney Island and it was pouring rain and there was a gentleman sitting outside in a wheelchair in the rain um, asking for money. And her son jumped out of the car with this massive golf umbrella and ran across the street and handed this gentleman the umbrella and said, you know what? You need the umbrella more than I do. You hang on to the umbrella. And she videotaped it. And she's like, I think that's a ving. And I, that for me is like, I'm like a hundred percent. It really is about, it doesn't have to be the thousand dollars, right? Like what we do is get you started with the thousand dollar active giving but I say to all these teenagers, you can do a ving every day. It's give someone an umbrella, smile behind your mask. Um, you know, it's acts of kindness. And really what you get from being kind lasts so much longer than the recipient. And I think that is the message, right? It's like you being kind to somebody else what does that make you feel like? And if we're talking to teenagers and teaching them a moment of empathy, well, there you go, right? Like, And I think that has been, for me, over the last few years watching this, the reaction I get from the teenagers, the response I get from the teenagers after, like, that was the best thing I've ever done. Thank you so much. How do I grow up and do what you do? I, I want to do that, you know, when I grow up. And I'm like, you can do it every single day right? It's a dollar. It's a smile. It's an umbrella. It doesn't have to be a thousand dollars. And look, if you're lucky enough that you can do that someday, let it be a hundred dollars or $15 or whatever. Right. And so I think this watching Ving, watching these teenagers, it gives me hope for the future. And I always say so many of the projects I'm working on in the foundation today is really about the next generation. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm kind of over the adults in the room and I really like to focus on all the amazing teenagers and they give me great hope. Can you give a, an example or two of those videos? And I've seen some of them, but of the ones that have really moved you of those students. There was a young man who, um, he binged his piano teacher and he wrote a song on the guitar to his piano teacher because during COVID, his teacher wasn't able to work. And so he wrote a song and he walked over to his piano teacher's house. He taped the check to the front door, rang the doorbell, stepped away to be socially distant and then said, you know, you know, that song I've been working on, I wanted to show it to you. And the piano teacher's like, oh, yes, please. And he hands him his phone and it's him singing the song he wrote. I wrote this tune to, to tell you about something really cool that its name is Project Ving. Hey, it's a national movement that's starting to grow, giving opportunities to teens to help someone they know. Hey, I heard about it and decided to nominate you with the hope that I'd give back to you for all that you do. Hey, well, guess what? There's an envelope taped to your door. Take it down and I will tell you more. And you just watch the piano teacher like, what? You know, like you who I'm like teaching to play the piano and play obviously the guitar, like, and you're thinking of me, like, and reaching out to me to help me out. It's like the emotion and the response of the adults is always mind blowing, you know? And there's so many stories like that. It has just been such a difficult year for so many people. And it's just that these kids were given an opportunity to do something good during this most difficult time has really just been awe-inspiring. 
Wow. Yeah. So these are clearly feel good stories. And some of them I know have been featured on TV news or even on Good Morning America, like national programs. Is that a strategy to make this such a public act and with the videos? Well, it's interesting. So we never really set out for it to be. So for the first five years, I did it anonymously. I had no association with it. Um, I was really just behind the scenes. Really, for me, it was about, I sort of thought, naively, you know, if kids post this stuff on Instagram, their friends hear about it, they tell their friends. And, you know, people used to say to me, oh my God, you're going to get millions of applications. You're crazy. And we put it out into the world. Well, what we realized is like, it doesn't really work that way, you know? And so, you know, they were trickling in applications and videos and, and some teachers were the greatest asset because they would hear about it and they would tell their class. Because kids don't really want to hear about it from their mom who saw it on the Today Show, right? They want to hear about it from each other. Um, and we had some really clever teachers early on. We have an English teacher in Boston that I think you're going to talk to. You know, like we've had some people that have been really clever of how they've used it and to share their students and to talk about empathy. Um, but it wasn't until COVID hit, I would say, in maybe late March, all of a sudden, for the first time ever, I was like, you know what? Everyone needs to know about this. This is like too good and everyone needs $1,000 right now. We have to hurry up and get more money out there. The government is, you know, handing out money, but it's too slow. People are like starving. We have to get money out there. And so for the first time, I, I hired someone to help me and I was like, can you help me like share this story? How do I, you know, why doesn't every teenager in America know about this? And so that's when Morgan, who was helping us, that's when it was, she she reached out and got Kristen Bell to post about it and Kelly Clarkson did something and ABC did something. And, and the only reason we've done any of that publicity is to get more teenagers to apply. That's it. Like, I'm like, I don't want this to be about me. It has nothing to do about me. It's all about the extraordinary teenagers. And so whatever we need to do to let teenagers know about it, that's the goal. I wonder what you would say to someone who, who, who might worry that the approach with these small amounts and these individual gifts may not be um, getting at tougher systemic problems that are really facing us that we see so clearly these days. You know, it's a really interesting dilemma. Um, the world is so complicated and... I think when we have circled back, what we've decided is we came up with $1,000 as it felt like a comfortable amount of money for young people to be giving. The, that was felt like a denomination that felt comfortable coming from a 14-year-old or 15-year-old to an adult in their life. We were There's this very fine balance, I think, about what is the right number. There have been many stories where it clearly, from my point of view, isn't it isn't even going to make a dent and the 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 need is so high and i wish i could fix all of it for all of them of course but it, we really have stuck with that number as a, it's really as i said about the teenager and it felt like the right number coming from a teenager to an adult um you know what we do as a foundation and what i do outside of that is obviously much different and the denominations are much different and I agree with you, and I have we have struggled with that and, and visited that often. Um, but I think, too, you know, 
it was coming up with a number that wasn't too daunting for a lot of these kids, you know, $1,000 is more money than they would ever have their hands on, right? It's, it's a lot of money from a 14-year-old or a 16-year-old. And so I think that's where we sort of stuck with that. Um, and then behind the scenes, we've done our own quiet things when we need to, you know, to help out where we see, you know, um, necessary. And look, we've had other kids that have reached out to us and said, you know, there's a homeless man on the corner and I would really like to help him out. I think he could use a thousand dollars. And then we go back with the kid and we're like, well, can you find out like, would they be able to cash that check? Should we be giving them gift cards? Like, can you find out like, what would be the most helpful way to help out this gentleman you want to help out? And so we have a conversation with the teenager. And I think that's a really great learning experience too, because it's like, you know, well, how do they cash the check? Where do they cash the check? What are they going to do with a thousand dollars in cash? Is that safe for this person to have a thousand dollars in cash, you know, in their pocket, right? You want to make sure that you can help them. So we've learned a lot along the way. After the break, hear what one of these surprise check deliveries sounds like and why that teacher in Boston keeps running the assignment every year. Stay with us. You're reinventing education models in real time. The rise of distance and hybrid learning means staff and students are relying on your systems like never before. But you also need solutions that are simple to use, work together seamlessly, and are backed by world-class support. That's why educators everywhere trust Cisco. Cisco's purpose is to power an inclusive future for all. They securely connect students, teachers, and administrators, no matter where they are, so the learning never stops. Whether you're in schools, reimagining your campus, or providing secure remote access for distance learning, count on Cisco to help you every step of the way. Join Cisco at ISTE Live 2021 to build a bridge to the future of education together. Plus, attend three Cisco sessions and automatically receive a Cisco-branded coffee mug and be entered for your chance to win a pair of Apple AirPods. One winner will be chosen on Monday and Tuesday of the show. Valid for U.S. participants only. Learn more at cs.co slash isd21. That's cs.co slash isd21. Now back to the episode. Okay, so here is a Ving video from one of Charlie Dower's students. Hey, everybody. I'm DJ Dimitri, and I'm headed out with my friend Frank McField to go to Rayshawn Nash's workplace in Waltham, Mass., and drop off his check for $1,000. Got my Ving bag in hand, and we're ready to go. The dramatic ones for me are when you can just see the nerves. Um, one of the requirements, they ask you if you win, they send you a backpack with Ving written on it, and they also send a check. And you have to ask a friend or family member to record you as you deliver the check. And that's a nerve-wracking experience for 18-year-old boys or 17-year-old boys. Um, and it's interesting to, in the phone footage of this video, to see the, oh my gosh, I am so nervous. So we're almost at the job site that Ronnie's working at today in Waltham, Mass. And before we got this started, I wanted to say a couple things. First off, I chose to ving Ronnie because he's lived the last year of his life with an amputated leg and really struggled to better his community and live his normal life. And second of all, to be honest, I'm really nervous about this because we only get one take, but I'm also really excited. Yeah. Well, our school has a little project um, and you submit a video, a 60 second video um, of someone who'd like to nominate. But if you could give them a thousand dollars and why, who would it be? 
Yeah. Uh, so I submitted a video, and this is a national campaign that they're doing. Are you kidding me? And um, I chose you because you've done a great job and been an exemplary, you know, a great example of how to benefit your community. Yeah. And I know you've been struggling for the last uh, year and all yeah. since the accident, but um, I actually won for my nomination. What? And you won? I have a thousand dollar check to present to you. What? From Zing. So when you watch them get through that, and then you see, it's like, you know when you're at the wedding and you look at the groom and then you look at the bride and then you look at like you look at other people to see their reactions in the ving video you're looking at the the student you're teaching right and you see how nervous he is but then you look at the person they're speaking to and they're they're like what i really and there's usually a three to five second like processing moment where the the recipient is just like what and then when they figure it out, they're usually there's, there's usually like a question, like an exclamatory question, like, "Are you serious? Or is this for me? Or what are you talking about?" And then there's the the moment is when usually there's a big hug, like a, a, a huge hug right after, and um, it's one of relief for the boys that this was successfully done. It's one of I think elation for the recipient. And uh, so those are the fun ones. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. You lying, DJ. I'm not lying. You lying, man. Hey, man, that's good, man. That's all are yours. Are you kidding me? That's all yours. You won, though? I won. I won. You won it? I won it. For you. For Thank you. Thank you, man. I for appreciate you. it. Oh, my God, man. You know, I need that, man. I, I know. And I work hard for this, man. And I hope that it'll help you out and you'll be able to, you know, use it to anything that you can. Man, thank you, man. You I appreciate it, man. Is there a lasting impact on these boys? I do think there is. I also think that we may not realize it the, the day after the check is delivered. I, as a 36-year-old guy, I still remember parts of classes from junior and senior in high school that, for whatever reason, stuck in my head, and maybe they only meant something to me now. And I'm hoping that maybe there's an immense sense of uh, achievement and and appreciation if I'm able to deliver that check as a teenager, but I also think that memory will stick with that person. Maybe it's when they're seniors in college deciding what they want to do with their careers. Maybe it's um, any number of things. So um, there's definitely, uh, I love touching base with the boys after they've delivered the check because there's a smile on their face that you don't often see. It's a different kind of a smile. And I hope that um, they're that seed, that kind of uh, giving, um, entrepreneurial, kind of altruistic seed will stay with them, and it might not grow the day after. It may, but I do think down the line it will, and I think that, uh, as I said before, the, the goal is for them to kind of take a peek outside the bubble, to know that uh, there's a lot that they can do outside of that bubble, and a lot of people they can help, and a lot of ways they can grow and learn from it. The foundation decided not to ask students to raise any of the money that they're giving away here. And Liz Livkovsky said that's intentional. I mean, I know kids are often asked, like selling Girl Scout cookies and that kind of thing. And so I do think there's a lot of opportunity that kids do do that during school. And I think for us, this was very different, where this was about... Um, the kids didn't have to raise the money... And I, I feel like we just wanted it to be different than one of those experiences where they have to go out and raise money. I know there's a wonderful organization called Blankets of Hope 
if you ever worked with them. And they, so what they do is exactly that. And they say to a classroom, collectively, the classroom should raise $500. And then we'll give you blankets to deliver to a homeless shelter in your community. And it's beautiful. And it's, uh, you know, there's a class activity involved, again, talking about empathy and thinking about your community. But this for us is really about that one-on-one. And so we really have just asked the students to be thoughtful and think about who it is and why. And then I think for us, we hope that in the future, they'll continue when they have assets of their own to make those choices, as I said, you know, whatever that is. Um, But no, we have asked nothing other than the act of kindness from the students. What is the biggest factor in deciding, right? Because I'm sure you say no to some of them. I think that for us, it's as simple as, do you know the person? How do you know the person? And why do you think they need the money? Sometimes I think the stories the kids tell is just maybe not enough. So that I would say, sometimes we say no, where it's just like, I really, it's, I really like this person and I think they could use a thousand dollars. If they don't tell us why, it's a little hard for us to pick them sometimes, even though, you know, we'd like to, but you know, it's, it's, we don't want it to be like, Hey, thank you so much for being, you know, my friend, here's a thousand dollars. We want there to be a little bit of, um, and I hate, I don't love the word need, but a little bit of an explanation of what's going on that it could be useful right now. Well, honestly, thank you so much for, for sharing. This is a very unique program, at least from what I've heard. And it's great to, to get a little more detail about it. So thank you. Thank you. This has been the Ed Surge Podcast. We do this every week, bringing you interviews and audio stories about how education's changing. To find out more about this Ving project and actually see some of the videos that we played during the episode, go to our show page at edsurge.com. And to make sure you get links to new episodes every time they come out and a lot of bonus information, subscribe to the EdSurge podcast newsletter. You can find that on edsurge.com. In the top right-hand corner, there's a link called Newsletters. Find all of our free newsletters that we give out there. If you like the show, please rate or review the EdSurge podcast wherever you listen or tell a friend about us on social media. This episode was edited and produced by me, Jeff Young, and you can find me on Twitter, at J.R. Young. Music this episode was by ADC Bicycle. We found them on Free Music Archive, and that track is called All the Time. We'll be back next week with more about how education is changing. Thank you for listening, and we'll go out on one more clip of someone getting a surprise $1,000 check from a teenager. You've given so much back to me in fourth grade and through fourth through eighth and even now in high school. And uh, I really believe that you should spend this money on yourself (laughs) and really enjoy yourself with $1,000. Thank you so much.